Get your coffee. Welcome to Life Coach Charlie. I am your host, Charlie. I do not claim to know anything. I do not claim to know everything, but I want to talk about something. Right? Welcome. Today, I want to talk about forever. Forever, ever? You remember that song with Andre 3000? I believe it was called I'm Sorry, Miss Jackson, where he goes... I hope that we can live like this forever, 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 ever. Right? Everybody remembers that song. But what is forever? We're talking about forever. You meet in the third grade, you fall in love all through your middle school, your high school. You are in, 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 engaged with each other. You love each other. You, 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 you can't get enough of each other, right? You learn your first kisses, everything with this person. And... You go to college, boom, guess who you married? This person. This is your love of your life. And you put a ring on it. You decide forever is enough. Forever is not long enough. You need all of your time with this person. So what does that mean when you're like, I, I have to be with you forever? Now, it doesn't matter if you start feeling disengaged with this person or whatever. You're supposed to stay in, in this society. We are told once we get married, I know this is kind of old school, but this is what we're told. Once we get married, it's forever. No matter what you say and do, no matter what that person says and does, it's forever. And a lot of older people will stick to that. They have a, they have a term that says it's cheaper to keep her, right? A lot of older people will stick with the forever, forever mantra. And they will tell you that it's forever, right? But what is what does that mean? I want to talk about marriage and monogamy and things of that nature, because I feel like we don't really delve deep into why we do these things and why we even feel this way. Why did we even start saying you need to be with one person in the first place? Right. So let's talk about let's talk about monogamy first. Then we're going to talk about marriage. So I, I looked up the, the definition of monogamy. Monogamy is a form of dyadic relationship in which an individual has only one partner during their lifetime. Alternately, only one partner at one time, serial monogamy, as compared to non-monogamy, which is polygamy. The term is also applied to the social behavior of some animals, referring to the state of having only one mate at a time. Right. Basically, it's just one person with one person uh, rather than many people. And I believe it's somewhat natural, right? It's somewhat natural. Like a lot of animals don't do it and a lot of animals do. We're, we're pretty much animals, right? So what made us decide one person was all we could, we were allowed as far as socially when it became, you can't just run around to everything you see with something you're attracted to and hump it right what made us say okay we are going to pick one and that's it right what if you pick the wrong one doesn't matter that's the one you pick anything you do outside of that you are actually going against the grain and you are wrong let's say you pick you pick one year later it doesn't feel right anymore you 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 you're, you're kind of bored with it or you're arguing and screaming at it too much right and you want to leave it 
is frowned upon to be honest with you in our, in our society especially the older people they don't they don't condone leaving especially once you've put a ring on it per se once you once you say once you say i've chosen this person and you put a ring on it a lot of people will look at you sideways when you try to leave that person you got to have a really good reason or god forbid you go and do something with someone else when you're still with that person the reasons seem to be really thin at that point of why you did that so why do we feel in the first place monogamy is even natural right so we we begin to as we are being developed we start to be told these things religion based right religion based as in god doesn't approve of you having more than one person it's 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 almost a control thing in the beginning you start to be used it's used as guilt towards you at first oh you're being promiscuous you don't want to have more than one partner even one partner when you're young you don't even want one once you reach a certain magical age then you can choose one and that's all you're able to choose if if parents and 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 guardians had their way it would be you would wait until you're what 21 to decide that one person and you would wait forever to even have a relationship sexually with that person and then and only then would you have the sexual relationship and then you would marry them and then you would have a baby and then you guys would 45 years of just bliss with this person that's what that's what adults try to feed us right they'll feed you they'll feed me that god forbid you try to have a sexual relationship in high school god forbid like that's the worst thing that can happen some parents will pull out a belt if they find if they find you having sex some parents will literally pull out a belt when you're in high school if they catch you i know for a fact that they will pull out a belt i've seen it happen where I've seen people get hit and beat because they got caught having sex in high school, right? It's just a fact. So what was the purpose of hitting that kid? What were you trying to control or stop, right? What, what was the purpose of the anger and frustration that you, that, that parent, when they attacked that kid, what was, what were they trying to avoid, right? Teenage pregnancy, STDs, ruining a, a relationship of their of, of their peers like far as their their how they look in the world right their, their their how people perceive them trying to just protect this this person's innocence right to the world so with that being said where 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 were they going with the the anger toward that kid? Some of it was control, right? Some of it was control. They didn't want to lose control of that child. If you really think about it, not at my house. You're not going to be doing, you know, just just over the top aggression. A lot of things that our parents did to us. In hindsight, they didn't know any better and they, they worked all day. They came home. They didn't have a lot of time to sit down and diagnose you for four hours. They just grabbed a belt and beat you. Right. So that's sad. But now we're older and now we can break it down and now we can do better by our kids. Right. So we're fed this from our parents 
that we have to either not have sex at all, right? And if you did have sex, it needs to be with one person forever, right? And if you did choose to leave that one person for whatever reason, you really had to have a really rock solid, stern reason, had to be really good for these older people to say okay now leave him he had to be beating you she had to be beating you cheated on you had to be just a horrible person that screamed at you it has to be drastic right so outside of that you can't just be we just aren't clicking we just don't see eye to eye on certain things and i just i want to try something new none of that is what it is so the monogamy thing, I believe, is instilled from a perspective of trying to so-called protect us from whatever boogeyman is out there waiting in the dark. If you actually have a sexual relationship with more than one person, some kind of way. So that's where the forever thing comes. It's instilled in us from our elders and, and especially from the church aspect. Right. I, I believe it is a form of serious control where you have to go to church to be, to get a mat to get a marriage certificate. You have to have a, a, a correct me if I'm wrong. You have to have a, a pastor or a priest or someone of that ilk sit down with you. You have to go several classes. You have to meet with them and answer certain questions to their liking, to their discretion. They're not just going to marry a random couple. You can't just walk in, right? You can go to Vegas and do one of these these drive up marriages or something like that or you can go you know these these little you walk in same day or you can go to the district uh, uh what is it you can go to the the court and get married you make an appointment you and your significant other and maybe if you want to have a few people go down you can go do that right but for the most part people get married with with preachers and priests and, and they get married in the church right um justice of the peace does happen but i i would i would say mostly for the most part a high percentage goes to the church and what the church does they put you through your paces of what you have to do and a lot of it comes with money to be a member of a church costs you money right so there are certain rules and guidelines that you have to actually submit to to even be a member of a church i remember my wife couldn't go up and get the the wine and the crackers because she hadn't been to church in a while so they they were refusing her the the blood of christ or whatever you call it right and i was like why aren't you going up there to get the crackers and the wine she's like i can't because i haven't been here in a while i was like wow what a mind this is this is a mind trap of epic proportions if if you so if you don't come you can't I, so you can't go talk to your god if you don't come here enough and give them enough money okay i got it so what make what 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 makes it really really a deep mind thing is you have to participate in this scenario or you can't get married you understand what i'm saying so what i'm saying is we are instilled that Monogamy is the only way to get you into 
the situation that's going to allow you to be with this person forever. Correct. So I feel like we are born into a situation that's already setting you up to say you need to choose one person or you're not good. You become a bad person if you are seen or, or you are heard or linked with more than one person no matter how old you are if you if you're 55 and you have six partners male or female they're going to look at you in a certain light why well we are we are conditioned to look at you in a certain light like i said there is a good and evil factor stemming from old traditions and and old you know uh ideologies that start from the church so we are conditioned to think oh too many sex in and of itself is bad right you're not supposed to have sex until you're married you're not married why are you having sex with that person god he had a baby out of wedlock right wedlock Wedlock, and I'm going to talk to you about marriage. So, marriage, the, the the definition of marriage is this: marriage, also called matrimony or wedlock, is a culturally and often legally recognized union between people called spouses. It establishes rights and obligations between them, as well as between them and their children, and between them and their in-laws. It is considered a cultural universal. But the definition of marriage varies between cultures and religions and over time. Typically, it is an institution in which interpersonal relationships, usually sexual, are acknowledged and sanctioned. In some cultures, marriage is recommended or considered to be compulsory before pursuing any sexual activity. A marriage ceremony is called a wedding. So with that being said, what I just read to you basically... It's saying that it's a it's an institution. It's a contract. It is an agreement before you could even have sex. The marriage ceremony has to take place and it's called a wedding. So the control is so real. If they have it their way, you won't even have sex until you are given permission in the form of a wedding. process what i'm telling you you are not if you go by society and if you go by these religious these religious um constructs you aren't even supposed to have sex until they tell you the level of control right so if they're not letting you have sex before you're getting married before you get married that means they're controlling everything else leading up to that point. So if they can lock into your mind, not only can you not have sex, if you do attempt to have sex, right? If you do it and you do it with more than one person, something's wrong with you. So the idea of one person and being with one person is forever. You've been programmed for that. We've been programmed. I'm not saying it's right or it's wrong because there are a lot of things to consider. 
when you go and have relationships with more than one person. It's a lot of emotions, feelings, a lot of time, money. You risk babies. You risk STDs. You risk getting shot and killed by somebody over, over their feelings, right? So there's a lot of risk to it. And I truly believe one of the things that spurred on this, it has to be one person, is jealousy. I truly believe that somewhere, I don't know if it was thousands of years ago, some guy was going around a village humping everything in that village. And one of the things he humped was like, I'm not feeling this. He's going to Gertrude's tent. And I want him to stay in mine. And this person got a little in their feelings. And decided, no, I don't want him going nowhere else. And started to bitch. And started to make it about me. And at that point... (laughs) That began the seeds of forever. That one chick or guy planted that seed that you need to stay in my tent tonight and tomorrow night. And as we grew as a as a race of people, it started to be more people that wanted them in their tent and not someone else's. I don't think this was the natural progression, right? And I'm not even going to touch on Adam and Eve and all that stuff. Because at the end of the day, you wouldn't have the population we have if it was one person for one person. So we wouldn't even have this many people as we have. So it doesn't even make sense biologically to be one person and one person the rest of your life. It makes no sense. But this is what we strive to do. And this is why you have so many businessmen, politicians, so many men that get caught out there and got to pay half. They they got pictures. They get snaps of them holding hands with someone else. It, it, it gets ridiculous. Right? You just had... Who was it? The guy from Amazon just got caught up in a triangle. And I believe Bill Gates, too. These are multi-billionaires who have to give their wives billions because they naturally went after someone else that was close to them. And we have signed these contracts, right? That say, you can't do that. Now, some of us want to do it, right? Some of us want to do it. I've been married for 25 years. We're not married for 25. We've been together for 25 years. Since freaking Tupac got shot. I've known this girl. So some people willingly entered these things with or without a contract. And you may say, well, wow, why? It sure could be a lot more 
going on in those years if you didn't enter the contract. But some people willingly want that, and that's fine. There's nothing bad to say about that. But I, I, I want to talk about why people who don't want it feel they have to do it. I know a lot of guys, right? And this is real, real talk. I know a lot of guys who tell a woman anything they want to hear. I'm going to be yours only. I'm going to have nothing to do with anyone else but you. And then they go and have multiple other engagements. Now, you may say, like, what's wrong with you? Why are you why are you coming down on these men? I'm not coming down on anybody. I'm just telling you what they do. Right. What we do. And what will happen is a man would tell a woman that, but he really doesn't mean that. So so what happens? He gets caught. She's hurt. I feel like if that's you, then just be you. I don't understand the need to have to lie. I, I, I've learned the guys who are the happiest are the ones who never lie about it. If your nature is to be open and free, most women naturally will accept that or not. They're not going to try to change you. If you walk into that thing from day one, honest and open. Why do you think so many women are eager to be with a married man? Because he's not lying to them. So if you get, if you are the kind of person who doesn't subscribe to forever, ever, forever, ever. Your best advice is to be honest about that. If forever in the M word marriage and matrimony and wedlock, all of that makes you want to just jump off something. Then you shouldn't partake in that. But I know many men who do it anyway. They go. They do the whole suits and best men thing, right? They go and they take the pictures. They they do the ceremony. They put the ring on. They say this trumped up long speech about what it's going to be. Right. And got a mistress in the crowd at the wedding. That's sitting there laughing to herself. So what I'm saying is this. We we don't examine why we feel the need. I don't know why a brother would feel like. Or a sister, someone who would feel like that. They have to. Under all circumstance, under, against all odds, get married, get a house, get a car, have children. They feel like they have no choice. When they have no intention of changing their lifestyle. And that's what we're talking about. Why do we feel this in it's ingrained in us and it's from a deep seated religious based control to make you feel like you have to get married because the chances of you coming back to church even after you're married is very high if they have a certain level of control over you. You're going to now you're going to bring your wife and your kids. 
to the church and put money in the basket. So it's basically, in my opinion, it's drilled in you and it's drilled in your parents and it's drilled into your grandparents. I'm not saying that marriage is bad or good or anything. I'm just telling you, we have been drilled. So even a guy who likes women, a girl who loves men or women or whatever you like, you like them in abundance. You like a batch it's like flowers. You like picking them, picking them like flowers. You will still in the back of your mind feel you need to commit to one. You have to commit to one, even though everything in your DNA would never let you do it. You feel like you have to. That's mind control. If you're not a person who wants forever, you should never try to get it. You're wasting your time and someone else's time. It's going to crash and burn two years, four years, six years, a million years. Sooner or later, that thing is going to crash. That person is going to be distraught and you may be giving them half of your money. So the simple fact of where we're going with forever, ever, that should be in your heart. And if you don't know your own heart by now, you never, ever will. There are people I see pulling their hair out to just be with one, anyone. Does not matter who it is, how long they've known them. Their entire existence is to be married, to find forever at all costs. And they will, the first person who will let them be in a relationship forever they're going to take it because it means more than having the relationship itself the fact that they have a ring on and I would say to that person really really think about it really really think about why you feel you need that ring so bad you don't want the person you just want the ring because a lot of people can have the person and they'll let the person go if they don't get the ring. Think about how crazy that is. They're in the perfect relationship with the perfect person. But if that person doesn't put that ring in a few years, they'll leave that person. That's mind control. I want to leave you on that note. Life Coach Charlie, I hope your coffee was good. I hope you enjoyed this conversation. I will be back with another one. Please subscribe to the channel. CLBMG.com. Our network is growing. I appreciate everyone for listening. Peace. CLB.